church in January and went home. On the way home, the Lord said, I want you to get your bottle of oil out and start anointing the people and have an anointing service on Wednesday. We left Sunday, Monday morning and got home and had an anointing service. And he just keeps saying that over and over again. And you know what I think about it? As I know that, that, that there's a lot that happens in the laying on of hands, especially when you anoint with oil. But that whole significance to me in a biblical position is a sanctification act. It is the, the separating, the sanctifying, the, the rededicating of the holy instruments back to the Lord. And, and I'm telling you, when God begins to do that, it's all about the same thing we were talking about this morning. There's, a, there's something about to happen. And he's unhooking us from a previous season and transitioning us into the season that's being released right now. And we're being rededicated back to the Lord. So in just a minute, we're going to, wherever that bottle of oil is, we're going to use it again tonight. We're going to lay hands on you just to, listen, we're not going to presuppose anything, although I believe that the Lord is healing us. How many of you got prayed for this morning? All right, everybody say, I believe. I received my healing. Now you tell your body, body, you have to line up with God's word. God's word says that you're healed so you are healed in Jesus name amen so we had that this morning but tonight we're going to lay hands on you for anointing I think things are going to happen but I think it's a holy thing I think it's a holy moment it's a, you know this stuff that we're it was just happening that's holy stuff man that's that's some that's the stuff I signed up for hallelujah my God, you can get so stuck and lost. It's almost like I don't know what to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. just enjoy your presence so much. We so need your presence, God. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, let me take a moment and tell you something else tonight. Then we'll transition just in a minute. I want you to look, if you got your Bible, in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 23. You know, there's some things. Where I'm not, I mean, we're not sure what, what God's doing, except that he's taking us into something that we haven't seen before. But there are characteristics of this that maybe are happening in you. I know they're happening in me. That, that go part and parcel with everything that God brings you into. It's just every transitional period, these are things that you can expect to begin to happen in you. And I'm going to show you this in the Word of God so that maybe you can begin to understand that maybe some of the, 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 the churning in your life, the like me, it's almost like, the, the question marks are pop, 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 pop all over. And I'm like, man, this is, this is almost uncomfortable, like Pastor was saying. Until I began to really realize again, and 
It's like you have to learn this again every, every time God manifests himself like that, that this is normal. This is the way the Christian lives. This is things that happens to him in all of the things that God brings him into every time there's a wave of going from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Look at this, Joel chapter 2 and verse 23. He says, be glad then, you children of Zion. That's the, that's the worshiping church. That's not just the church right there. That's the worshipers. That's the, that's the people who are up on the holy hill, and they're, they're singing, they're praising, they're celebrating. They're not just trying to get to heaven. They are wanting heaven to come to earth in their time and their season. So be glad. Amen. Everybody say, I'm going to be glad. That's why you need to put a smile on your face. No matter if you feel like smiling, you need to be glad. I'm going to tell you, God's attracted to joy. He's attracted to a, he's attracted to a countenance that is not a heavy countenance. He's attracted to us when we live. You know, uh, uh, he taught me a long time ago that joy and gladness are some of the highest manifestations of faith because, man, you can go through a grueling season and you don't want to smile. But if, you, but if you'll act, you'll, you'll just trust God. Put on that smile. Put on that joy. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he'll cause the rain to come down for you the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat and vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. You know, Brother Chris that was here just recently at your uh, conference and the revival at the beginning of the year, uh, there's, a, there's a thing that they're about to do called the threshing floor where they're worshiping. And I, I love the name. The name just stands out to me because it's such a significant thing. We don't realize that the threshing floor is a different place than just the evangelistic outreach. The evangelistic outreach is a great thing. We should all be involved in that. But when you gather, this has always been one of my problems with some of the evangelistic messages that I've heard in my time in the body of Christ. They've always wanted to win the lost at any cost. Well. I got news for you about our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father isn't just in winning the lost, into winning the lost. He wants to win the lost and bring them into his house. He doesn't want to win the lost and leave them out like a bum in the street trying to find their way for the rest of their existence on planet Earth. He's got a plan for them in his house. He's got a plan in his house is the barns that he gathers the wheat into. And so here's the thing, when God begins to reign, See, what's happening now is, is, is we're not only just hearing the sound of, you know, at the beginning of the year, when we, when we were here at the beginning of the year and there was a, the week was unfolding itself, there was a sound of abundance of rain. We were prophetically hearing it, and before the week was out, man, we were in the storm. It was raining on us. So we're not just hearing the sound of abundance of rain prophetically. We're actually now getting wet. It's beginning to rain on us. So when God reigns, it begins to overturn all the years of drought, all the years of want, and all the years of lack. Some of us in the body of Christ, we've been in long seasons where it seemed like nothing was happening for me. Even though many people around us might have been getting stuff, sometimes we're going through one issue after another, one drought after another, one dry spell after another. But I'm going to tell you something about rain. In Northeast Texas, last summer, man, we were in a drought. And it was a serious drought. It was a terrible drought. You couldn't even keep a garden or nothing. You couldn't water it enough. It was just powder. All the dirt was literally powder that could just blow away. 
But, but since, the, since the, the late fall, we got into October, it began to rain. We've had so much rain between then and now that nobody even remembers that there was a drought uh, that happened last summer. That's the thing about when it begins to rain from heaven. It begins to change how you perceive your existence and all of the things that have been, yeah, I'm going to kick that over in a minute. All the things that you have felt like weren't happening in your life, it, it, all it took was the water. All it took was the rain falling on the soil. All the ingredients were there. It just took the rain from heaven to bring it to pass. You know, in, in the desert, we were down in Mexico uh, several years back at a missionary orphanage down there and across the border by, out by Juarez. And it was absolutely bone dry. I mean, it's, it was bone dry out there. And while we were out there in one of the prayer walks we had one morning, it began to rain. And the minister out there said, you know, we, it, 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 this is so rare. I think it's been 10 years since we've seen it rain. And he goes, I wish y'all could be here because we were about to leave. He said, I wish y'all could be here two days, three days from now. He said, because all this that you see is going to pop up all kinds of plant life like you've never seen. And for a season, there's going to be all kinds of stuff out here in this barren desert that you never even knew was in the soil because, you know, the droughts are so long out here. Well, that's what happens in the life of the believer. There's a lot of things that God has sown in your life, all of these ingredients that he's put in your life. When it begins to rain, Things wake up in you that you didn't even realize were there, and you begin to look a completely different way. Manifestation of not only the power of God coming through your life, but you become a fruitful plant, a fruitful vine, a fruitful thing in the, in the, in the purpose and the plan of God. Everybody say it's time for the church to be fruitful. Hallelujah. You know, we've had a lot of great preachers over the years sow a lot of the seeds of the Word into the body of Christ, into the soil of the body of Christ. What we need now is the rain. When the rain comes and it's beginning to rain, this is what's transitioning in, in the body of Christ, I think, in our nation, in fact, around the world. It's this, this thing that you just, you're seeing and hearing about isn't just in America. It's literally around the world, happening in other places around the world because God is setting us up for something to happen. Now let me get back to verse 24, the threshing floor. The threshing floor is that place where you've been gathered, I've been gathered. You know, this whole thing we call church is actually the threshing floor. When we've been gathered as the harvest and we're now in the house, we're in the barn, we're in the thing called the church, then Jesus now that we're baptized in the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God is able to work in us, He's Lord of our life, then He begins to separate things in our life that don't belong in our life. And you know, we always want to preach this, and I don't know why it, it, we can't get clarity on this. And I understand some of it, but you know, there's always these messages about the sin. Well, we got to get the sin out of the church in order to, for God to use us. I don't think that that's what he's talking about when he's talking about the threshing floor. I think he's talking about the husk on the wheat, the husk on the corn, that outer husk that at one time protected us in the elements. We, we had that outer hardness before we were, we were gathered in. And then some reaper came along in our life and we got, we got snatched up gathered up and brought in and dumped in the floor of God and now Jesus 
and through the power of the Holy Spirit is now working to separate us from the stuff that one time we relied on. At one time we thought that makes me what I am. Without that, I would be vulnerable. Without that, I would be exposed. And somehow through his sovereignty and the working that he works, he begins to crack that thing off of us. And it's interesting how the ministry of Jesus bleeds into how the Holy Spirit works in our life that we many times don't even recognize. So with the mind of the threshing floor, I want you to go back to the verse I read to you this morning out of Matthew chapter 3 and verse 11. John, Matthew 3, 11, John said, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he who is coming after me, one more time, say after is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit in fire. Now recognize this word baptize. We think of baptism, you know, just from the water baptisms. Water baptisms are absolutely important. But the whole idea of baptized is actually a, a language in that culture, in that time, talking about taking a garment and changing the color of the garment. You created a solution with a dye in it and you took a garment and you dyed it you stuck it in the solution and when you brought it out of that solution you had baptized the garment now the garment was a brand new color and here was the thing about it you could never have the garment go back to what it was before the color that it was before it went into the solution so the whole idea of being baptized in the holy spirit is that now i've been i've been altered i've been changed and now I can't go back. I'm, I'm now a different person than I was before I went in the soup that God stuck me in called the Holy Spirit. Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. And he says he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now listen to this, verse 12. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. And he will gather his wheat into the barns, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. I want you to recognize this. Jesus is telling us, this is what I'm doing in your life. Now we know Jesus is in heaven seated at the right hand of the Father. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, we've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. We have now engaged God the Holy Ghost and he has engaged us. And now there's a work going on in us. I think that this is really important in the season that we're in right now that we begin to recognize this and, and cooperate with it. I'm finding myself bending uh, and being humbled or actually humbling myself. I don't like being humbled, but I want to humble myself before I get humbled. But I want to say, God, what is it in me right now that maybe I've been living in for a long time that I've accepted as normal and truth that really from your perspective, isn't truth. Didn't Jesus say, I've got to leave so that I can send the comforter? And when he comes, what will he do? He will guide you into all truth. Now here's the thing. Truth doesn't mean the verity of facts. It, sometimes we think truth you know, like some people walk around, well, we, I just want people to be honest. I just want them to be honest. Just give me some truth. Well, truth in the way that God talks about is reality. I, God wants to bring us into reality. I want you to consider this in your life. 
There's a lot, I've, I've, I mean, this is just the way it is in my life. There's a lot of things that I believe, even about myself, that after certain seasons where Jesus has got his stick out and separated some things from me, I realized, you know, that's not true. I mean, to go from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord, to have the veil taken off your face when you turn to the Lord, the Holy Ghost, there's a, there's a revelation about your existence that continues to change. It doesn't get worse, it gets better. But it's, but it's like this reality. I mean, there was a time in my life that I really believed my upbringing uh, and the, the hardships that I went through as a young person were, uh, were me. This is me now. Look at all the scars I got. Look at all the wounds I got. Look at all the, the rejection I've had. Look at all the stuff I've had to get through. I know what it's like to survive. And you know, it, it, it can make you where you're not scared of the future, but at the same time, getting into the presence of God and then God starts telling me, you know, uh, that thing that you, you got in you, that's poverty. I'm like, what do you mean poverty? Lord, I come out of that. No, that's poverty. No, you, your, your thinking is wrong. You know, you walk around expecting everybody to reject you because everybody before rejected you everywhere you went. You've now geared your life to accept that you are walking in rejection and you think that that's normal you just think that that's the way it is and i'm telling you i could put a favor on you i can release a favor in your life where your attitude can change and start cooperating with that where things start working for you instead of working against you and you know what it took jesus with the fork in his hand and me in the threshing floor being under the word of god and being in the atmosphere with god's people you know, one of the elements that happens when that threshing stick is used is, is it's not just the power of the stick alone, but it's the power of the stick and the combination of the grains bumping into each other that start cracking the husk. And I'm telling you, each one of us is a kernel. We're a grain and us in the house together. When God starts working, I mean, he starts cracking the crap that's holding us back. And all of a sudden we find out that we're, we don't, sometimes we just live our life. We want to get separated from everybody. I, I don't want to be around. I don't want to get too close. I might get hurt. But by, by the time God gets done with you, all of a sudden you realize that these people that you've wanted to get away from, my God, God has made a family and you need them. Hallelujah. It's the dynamic of church. That's why God wants you to, to have church. You know, the iron sharpens iron thing is a real deal. It's like you need people. To, you know, here's the deal. I know some people used to tell me this. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to come to church because I feel the anointing more at home. Of course, we didn't have social media back then when you could watch church at home. And I'm not sure that helped that much. But it's like, well, sure, you think you have the anointing. Like, you're in agreement with most of yourself at home. You're not, in a, you're not in agreement as much as you think with yourself. You still got issues. You know, like they said about old Joe Walsh, he's a great group of guys. That's what some Christians are by themselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, when you get around God's people, does it hurt to get around God's people? Yeah. But what happens when you get over the humps and you get and you build something that's a long-term thing? You know, our attitude in the body of Christ, I'm going to tell you this, I think the attitude in Oklahoma City in the body of Christ has to change. 
you know, and I don't even live here, but I'm telling you, there is a, there is a spiritual atmosphere that God is trying to get through right now that he wants to break. He wants to change where God's people start needing each other again and allow a process of refinement to take place so that God can get that crud out of my life that I believe that's not true and I can be gathered up in that threshing floor and gathered up into the barn and be that person that he wants me to be. See, that's going on. That goes on in every move of God. But, but it's that rain. You know, it's a reason why he put that rain in that whole story about that threshing floor. Because the rain begins to provoke the growth, which leads to another harvest, another wave, another produce coming in, which leads to the whole process kicking off all over again within our life. He's, he's working you over. That baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's not just about talking in tongues, but it's about working with the fire, working with that refinement and stirring that up. You know, I've been amazed in my own life how many times I've thought I, I'd arrived at some place only to find God saying, this is only the place that you're at, but let me show you something else. I don't know if I ever said this here or not, but I heard this a long time ago that said, you know, those seraphim, those, those beings that are in the, in the presence of God 24 hours a day, they're, they're saying, holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You know, I used to read that and go, what a boring thing to do. Isn't there anything better for them to do than do that? Is God on some kind of ego kick that he's got to have a, a groupie choir section to sing to him like that? No, God's not on an ego kick. You know what it is? I think this is the best explanation I ever heard. Those, those beings that are in the presence of God are doing that 24-7 because every time they look up, they see something of God they never saw before, and it shocks their pants off, and they fall back down, and they repeat the same thing over. And You realize that? That we're, we're, we serve a God that we can't know everything there is to know about him? Even if, when we live in eternity, it's still going to be one of those, those dynamics that it's, there's so much about him that we're going to constantly glimpse new things about our, our maker. And so if that's the case, then, then, then wherever I'm at, there's somewhere else for me to go. Wherever I'm, I've arrived, he wants to transition me and, and help me to move into the next thing that he's releasing. Everybody say, I'm still looking for the after. The threshing floors, and Joel said, it shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. And then he says, so I will restore to you the years. The swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, my great army, which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. I want you to get a vision for your life. Here's the thing. When the Word of God comes to you, it is meant to stimulate vision. As faith, as the seed of God's Word is sown upon the soil of your heart. He, he told us, Jesus said this, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That word mind means your imagination. You're to serve God with all your heart all your soul which is your mind will and emotions and then he specifically singled out your imagination i want you to worship me love me with your imagination as well as all your strength in your body so there's a provocation 
that God does when he starts sowing his word where it stimulates vision. It creates vision of where you need to start pointing uh, your, your, your ship towards. Lord, I want to go over there. You know, here's something. I'm going to tell you something about what you need to have a vision in your life. You not only need to, need to have the, the, the vision of whatever God's called you to do, but you need to recognize that your heavenly father has said, I'm, I'm trying to bring you to a place in your life where you're no longer feeling in want and feeling like it's just never happening for me. He wants to bring you to a place where you're, you get satisfied. You actually reach a place of life satisfaction where you're not going around always being pulled by the wants and the needs of your life, where you actually have arrived at a place where, you know what, God is now my portion and I have everything that I need and he, look what he has done for me. And I'm not living in a broken place where the devil can always come along and dangle some flashy thing. You know, satisfying people, they don't, have, they don't have the same kind of temptations that people who have a lot of broken woundedness in them have. You know, they got a whole set of problems that's different. But I'm telling you, broken people, the devil comes at our broken places and then he flashes a solution. It's always some kind of a false hope that says, here's the answer you're looking for to fill in the blank of your life. And sometimes in our brokenness, we reach out and we take a hold of that. Man, when you're satisfied, when you really have come to a place, when God restores all of that stuff, just simply because it began to rain. Just simply because it began to rain from heaven and God starts putting all of the stuff back in place and all those years that seem to be wasted are now flipped around. And you're living now in a place where, my God, I don't even remember the drought anymore. I don't even remember the hard times anymore. You know, in my memory, I got vague memories of hard times when I was a kid. But you know what? They don't have any effect on me now. I mean, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not boasting. I'm just saying God has done such a thing in me where it's like, yeah, that happened to me. But, you know, it's like it happened to somebody else. Look what he has done for me. You know, me and Tammy, we stand in our, our place sometimes. We got, we got nearly 40 acres. I got 37 acres now. We gave an acre away to our kids. And, and we stand there sometimes, and I'm like, my God, how did this happen? How did this happen? Because I know I'm not smart enough. I know I'm not business savvy enough. I know that, that, that you know, all of our ability, just in our ability, was not enough to do that. It was the Lord who blessed us. And we sat there and we were like, you know what? All, all we did, all, all we did was follow him. All we did was obey him. All we did was did what he said to do and stuck with what he said to do even when all hell was coming at us to try to get us to move out of, out of move in disobedience against the Lord. We just decided, you know, we're sold out in this thing. We're not in it for the stuff. We're in it for, to, for our Heavenly Father, but look what he's added to me. And we, we literally stood there just, just weeks ago. We just stood there and went, I've never been at a place in my life where I didn't want. I just didn't want anymore. It's like I don't have to want anything anymore. What a place where you're looking at your life and you're thanking God for all the processes that he did in you that separated you from all kinds of stuff that was really robbing you. Because I'm telling you, you're looking at a guy here 
who really, I mean, when I said that, I, I wasn't just joking this morning. I really thought I was an evangelist just simply because I didn't like people. And here I am, not only am, are we deeply in love with, with the people of God that we're connected with in Queen City, we're really deeply in love with you guys. We feel like you guys are our family too. And it's like, man, I love the people of God. And I'm glad I don't believe all those lies that I used to believe. And now I'm looking at my life right now. And I'm thinking, Lord, you got your stick in your hand again. And there's some things in my life I'm sure you're going after. But I want, I want this to be a different process than it's been in the past. Instead of me fighting, instead of me trying to avoid it, I'm kind of just jumping in the threshing floor and saying, okay, God, I want you to have your way in me. And I want to come into a reality that you've prepared in this season of my life. And I want to be on board with what you're doing in the body of Christ because it's something very special. It is something. Everybody say, this is special. This is going to be different than anything that we've experienced. You know, you, you almost, in my mind, I'm like, are you fixing to say that? I'm telling you, it's in my spirit. This is something different than anything we have experienced in our life. This is so much bigger as God positions us because he's releasing us as the people of God into a scenario where we're actually going to be what we're supposed to be. Hallelujah. And I believe for years that when Jesus comes, whether, whether that's tomorrow or whether it's, you know, after my lifetime is gone, that he, he, will, he will do what he said he's going to do in my life and in the body of Christ. You know, he's not going to fail because he won't. Amen. He's not going to fail me because he won't. He's going to get me where he needs to get me. Hallelujah. And he's going to get us where he needs to get us. So I want you to stand to your feet tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Told you I wasn't going to be long. See, Tammy, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hang with it very long at all. Hallelujah. I want you to put your hands back up in the air, and I want you to say, Heavenly Father God, I am ready tonight. I'm on your threshing floor. I'm prepping myself for the move of God that is being released right now. I want all of it. I'm on board. I'm yielded. And I humble myself. I want you to begin to work on me. To take away the chaff in my life. I want to be separated from things that I believed in all the previous seasons that are not really true. And I want to walk in the reality of your presence and glory. I'm ready for that, Father. I'm going to cooperate with that. I'm going to let you challenge me. I'm going to let you talk to me. And I want you to help me to get into that place. I promise you, Father, I'm going to learn to love you even more. And I'm going to learn to love your people, especially the people that I go to church with. I'm going to love them with all my heart too. And I'm going to learn how to be vulnerable again, how to walk in forgiveness, how to be long-suffering, how to be patient, how to be kind, how to be generous, how to be merciful. Lord, I'm going to learn how to walk in all those places 
so that the connection that I have with you and your people can release your edifying power and build up the body of Christ. Father, I thank you today. And right now, if there's anything I've been holding on to that I know ain't right, I'm laying it down. It's not going with me into this season. I repent, turn away, and I get up and start moving. And I give you glory and praise that I have the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. I have the ability in the Holy Ghost to do this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 So as uh, can, we, can we just begin to have worship? And I want you to, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, to, to come, and I want you to just stand here. And, and Tammy, can you just come here with me? And we're gonna, I'm going to have you just keep that oil here and keep my hand full of oil. And then I'm going to just put it on you as you come by. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to just bless you and anoint you with oil. We're not going to prophesy over you. I'm just going to, we're just going to dedicate you to God. Amen. Yes, just come through. That worked really well this morning. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Listen, but when this happened at CFC, I don't know if this will happen tonight, but, but the other two times that this happened at CFC, the supernatural began to manifest. We had a lady that was a missionary lady. And she's been on the mission field for years, and she's in her 80s now. They're off the mission field, but she was in the line. And there, it was just like this. The feeling was just like this. And she, I'm coming down the line, and I'm just anointing people with oil. And she's, her eyes are big. I didn't know what was happening until after the service was over. She said, by God. She said, there was a big old giant red ball, ball of a red cloud just boiling right in front of you, just going down the line. And it hit that lady right next to me. And he said, I don't know what was going on in her life, but I've never seen anything like that. Can, can there be a red cloud show up? I said, well, absolutely. And then it was about when your pastor said he had, a, had a, a dream about CFC and what was going on down there in Queen City. It was red fire, praise God, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, a, something coming down from heaven, a ball of fire. Hallelujah. So, you know, here's what I'm going to tell you. Since that time, people are encountering, people are seeing things, people are recognizing that, you know what, there's, there's a lot of help that's surrounding us in this season to help us minister to God's people and set, and set this thing. So I'm going to tell you, when we lay hands on you tonight, you're going to be different. You're going to walk out of here as a different person. And you're going to carry something home and you're going to carry it every day from this moment on. It's not going to be just, just you're going to have a, a moment here and then it's going to be over. No, this is a moment of transition. This is a moment of difference. And you're going to be anointed of the Lord, separated, sanctified unto his purpose. And you're going to go out of here and the rest of your life is going to be different as God's going to start working in a brand new way in your life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, people have literally woke up the next day completely different. Than, than the day they came and got prayed for. They went home and, and soaked in it, I guess. And then they woke up and, and their life began to change. Things fell off. Things come about. Things manifested. Things changed. So we're going to anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. So I want you to have an attitude of worship tonight. We're going to get before the presence of God. And if we can, let's just begin to worship the Lord again. Would you mind lifting up your hands? And come on, Pastor Annie. 
Man, I'm telling you, that leadership anointing is on you so strong. Praise God. I'm telling you, it's on you. Father, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for everything in her. Waking up and rising up, stirring up, coming together. Lord, even more so in the hour, in the season, in the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> My God. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the man of God. Lord, I thank you for a different season. Lord, where all things have come together upon this moment of time. Father, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And Lord, we ask you just to have your way. We are yours. We rededicate. We re-sanctify. Lord, we set ourselves apart for the season that's upon us now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might want to move your hat off real quick in case I oil it up. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we anoint Eric right now with oil in the name of the Lord. Sanctified set apart in the name of Jesus let him never be the same in Jesus name yes let the appetite for the things of the spirit grow where he begins to be ravenous Lord where the word of God is calling him Lord where the digging and the looking and the eating and the meditating and the reading and all of that begins to stir in him Lord as you begin to deposit in the season he's in Thank you for him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we ask you to bless Jan and Titus. Amen. Hallelujah. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord, Father. The oil from heaven. We pray over him. Let him never be the same. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, brother, praise God. I love you, man. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. We anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Put our hands on him and release him now into the season that's upon him. Lord, thank you for what you're doing. And Lord, I thank you for what you're about to do in this young man's life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. A pillar. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, sister. Praise God. Father, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. And in Jesus' name, we release her as a sanctified vessel, meet for the master's use. In the name of Jesus Christ, right now, Father, bless her. Come upon her life in a brand new way. And Lord, we release that now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Father, we anoint our sister with oil in the name of Jesus. We release you into your season right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Into the season that's upon this generation. The season where the Holy Spirit is calling and pulling and, and wanting to have that alone time with you. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray put her in a place where she wants to answer that and can't get enough of being in the presence of the Holy God. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for Cherie. We anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Right now, Father, a vessel. A vessel anointed with a fresh touch from God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Separated. Dedicated. Committed. 
Hallelujah. Fire in her life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we expect to never be different, never be the same and be different than what we were. Tyler, can I have some more of that, please? Please just put some more on. I'm going to mark it where, where, where you may wake up tomorrow and go, I got a greasy head, and I don't know why. <laughs> Amen. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We anoint our sister with oil in the name of the Lord. And Lord, we know that oil represents the Holy Spirit. We come up under your umbrella. We come up under your covering. We come up under your grace. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we are set apart for the season that's upon us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah, sister. Praise God. Amen. You're such a joy. Father, we thank you for our sister. We anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Lord, I pray for greater depths. Hallelujah, that she begins to swim deeper than she's ever swam in the Holy Ghost. Lord, that she gets way off in the deep. That she gets way off in the things of God. In Jesus' name, Lord, her heart is hungry. And Lord, she wants to have encounters. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, we release her under the anointing of your presence. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for my brother, Father. Lord, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord and say, Yea, God, have your way. Yea, God, do it. Lord, let that process continue. Hallelujah. Lord, that hunger level is high. The willingness to step out is present. Father, he'll do whatever you say to do to get himself in position. And he's here tonight, Father. Lord, allowing the Holy Spirit, saying, yes, do it in me. I want you, Lord, to do what you want to do in me. We bless him tonight. We anoint him with oil. And we ask you to release him, Lord, into the season that's upon him in a brand new way in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come here, young man. Praise God. I want you to hold up your hands. Amen. Lord, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yep. Hallelujah. Hey, praise God. Father, we anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. Now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something's going to be happening in these kids. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you for what you're doing. We anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. We release them. Lord, they're central to the thing you're going to do now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Joy, joy, ha, ha, joy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come here, Nikki. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let it be one resurrection power anointing after another. One wave after another. One touch after another. One move after another. One manifestation of the Spirit after another. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you and anoint her with oil now in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for the man of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on him in the name of Jesus over and over. Hallelujah. And Lord, I pray for the residue, the overflow of his life in the Holy Ghost begin to impact people around him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in him right now. We're releasing you into the season that's upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for anointing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We anoint you and release you right now into your season. Into the season that the Lord has brought you into. To function and to operate in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that the manifested presence of God is so strong upon her or that she can't go anywhere without the encounter of your presence, without the manifested wind of the Holy Ghost coming into her life, coming into her vehicle, coming into her home. Lord, even showing up as she opens her eyes, waking her up in the middle of the night, and God, you begin to draw her to come away and begin to pray and begin to let a download come and be ministered into her life. Father, I thank you for the season that's on her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. For Twyla, thank you. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you for Shelby. Lord, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Father, we release her into the season that's upon her. Lord, I thank you that she's never going to be the same. Lord, that you're beginning to rearrange and the rain is beginning to fall. And Lord, there's going to be a harvest in her life. And things are going to begin to bloom and begin to rejoice. The desert is going to rejoice in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what's upon her now in the name of She's anointed and she can do it. She's anointed. The Holy Ghost is with her and she can do it. She's well able to take her land in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I want some more, man. Hilda's going to need a lot. Amen. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, we anoint Hilda right now with oil in the name of Jesus. Lord, release her. Release her into the season that's upon her. Stir up. Stir up, O oh well, within her soul. Stir up, O oh well. Make her whole. God, we ask you, bubble up out of her belly and give her great times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. It's time to recover your breath in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost said that to me about a month ago. He said, this is a time for the body of Christ to catch their breath again. Hallelujah. We've acted like we've been so winded, like we can't, we can't run. God says it's time for us to run and rejoice in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. David, praise the Lord. I still got some oil. Hilda, Hilda took most of it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for the man of God. In Jesus' name.
Lord, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. We release him into the season that's upon him in Jesus' name. Thank you for this man of God. Hallelujah. 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 Man, I see God ordering. I got to. God's bringing some things together. He's pulling some things that are outside that need to come together. He's going to get them because he's moving you past this season where, 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 you're, where you're trying to get a hold of some things. Yeah, he's, about, he's, he's launching you without all that distracting you. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's a season upon you, brother. Praise the Lord. I bless you. Come here, sister. Praise the Lord. We anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord, and we release you now into the season that's upon you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let the fire of God be upon you in every way. Hallelujah. There's the man with all the seeds in him that are sprouting and growing. You know, it's raining now. Amen. Seeds grow when, it, when they're wet in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this man of God. And you know, I'm using that specifically. I'm telling you, you're a man of God. And God's going to use your leadership and influence. I'm going to tell you something. You're going to begin to see this. People are going to begin to, other people that are in your life are going to begin to be gathered up. And you're going to recognize in a moment that this is not a normal thing. That Lord, the Lord is wanting me to step up. Instead of just going the way that I went, you're going to begin to help people find a measure of the touch of God in their life by releasing that. There's a leadership anointing on you, brother. Praise God. I release you into your season. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you so much for this man of God, too. We bless him right now. We thank you for him in the name of Jesus Christ. And we anoint you with oil and release you into your season. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Boy, what a cool shirt. All the skeletons of the Museum of Osteology. Amen. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we anoint him with oil. In Jesus' name and release him into the season that's upon him. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's the woman with a mantle on her. I remember the woman with that mantle on her. Hallelujah. Father, we release her into the season that's upon her. Lord, she's already getting in that season. But, Father, we just go ahead and lay hands on her and say, Yay. Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we anoint our brother in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the power of the Holy Ghost Fall on him. Fall on his home. Fall on all that pertains to him. And Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We 
release him into that season in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I love you, brother. Praise God. I would encourage you when you go home, pray for your wife too. Anoint her with oil. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, they got a lot of seasons coming to bear now. Amen. Father, mostly, Lord, we're yielded to the purpose and the high calling of God. We anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Peace, blessing over you. Amen. Thank you, Father. Peace, Lord, that just rules inside of her in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, bless baby. Fill baby with the Holy Ghost again in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I, I know I must, I, listen, I'm going to tell you something, Carolyn. I saw you driving away today, and I want you to know something. The Holy Spirit just got a hold of me when I was watching you pull out of the parking lot today. And he said, I, I've got so much more for her. I've got so much more for her. And listen to me. He's, he, this is going to be important tonight. We're going to pray over you. We're anointing you with oil. And I see your mind beginning to change. Where that thing in you, just like I was talking about, the devil comes along and he, he kind of he makes you feel where it's, it's just kind of too hard or, or it's not going to happen. And you, listen, you got some disappointment. You got some disappointment that crops up its old ugly head and it tries to, it tries to define you. Here's another thing that fell in the ditch. Well, you know what? The season God's bringing you into ain't full of ditches like that. You, you, you don't even realize it. You've really learned. You, you just need to put it into practice. You learn how to walk down the middle of the road of God's call and blessing instead of going all back and forth on the road. God's planting you right smack dab in the middle of that road. And now so much more is, is yours. Your Father in heaven is releasing you. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm going to declare. I expect the next time we come, if, if the pastor says that we can come back, that things will be different in your life. You'll, you'll already see it beginning to crop up. Hallelujah. Father, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Let the divine favor and blessing of God overwhelm everything the enemy had ever thought to do to this woman. Lord, I pray right now for not, not only the blessing, but the healing and the separation, Lord, of everything. And Lord, I'm asking you right now to come upon her that her spiritual ability inside of her to calculate and the reason begins to click and it begins to come together. And Lord, all the things that she does know to do begin to connect with a divine grace. And she begins to see the fruit, the fruit of what, Lord, you have desired her to walk in. The so much more, the so much more in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The so much more in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, hold on. You're just going to hang right here just for a minute. That power is flowing right now in the name of Jesus. I know when that power is coming in right now. Carolyn. Just let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. 
in the name of Jesus. There you go. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. See, I felt that it, 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 it concluded. <laughs> you know, some people are just like a gas tank. They get filled up until they top off. And you topped off. You topped off. Huh? You sure can. I love you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come here, sister. Praise God. How are you? Amen. You ready? All right. I want you to lift your hands. Close your eyes. We're anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Father, we ask you to anoint this vessel, this sister, with a fresh touch from heaven. Lord, to be anointed, well able to go in and possess her land, to go into the season that's upon her. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for her and bless her right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, sister. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You had to work the nursery this morning. What a great servant of God. What church can't operate without ministry of helps? Amen. Thank God for the ministry of helps, the people that are willing to do it. You know, we're having the same problem. We got too many kids in the nursery and got to need a lot more workers than we used to. But that's what happens. Amen. I would rather have that than not have any kids at all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anna, lift your hands up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Let the touch of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, there's already something's been happening in you. Praise the Lord. Father, we release her into the season that's upon her life. We anoint her with oil. We just make this a, a dedication. God, we are yours. We are completely yours. You are Lord of our life. Your word is our command. Lord, we're responding to you. And Lord, we're going to just sort out these voices. And we're going to decide that the Lord talks this way according to what he says. And uh, we're cleaving because we know in that way, as we meditate in it, we'll make our way prosperous and we'll have good success in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this woman of God in the name of Jesus. You know, it's okay to be right where you are feeling vulnerable. It is completely, I encourage you, it is completely okay. Because listen, there's something going on in you where you're just letting it go. You're letting things go. There's almost like a, 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 a cleansing of the wounds, a cleansing, a cleansing of the things because the healing is occurring. Amen. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you for this woman of God in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, sister. Praise God. Amen. I just love you. Praise God. You just have such a joy in your life. You love Jesus, don't you? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to do you like I did Twyla because the Lord's done something in her hands. Amen. He's doing something in your hands too. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
We release her, Lord, into the season that's upon her. We anoint her with oil in your name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I'm just going to, I should have said this to Twilight, but I was trying not to prophesy and give people words. Reason I anointed your hands, reason I anointed your hands is the Lord wants those hands. Those hands are going to do work. Those hands are going to do anointed work. Those hands are going to be hands that are going to be constructive, not destructive, but constructive in the purpose and the plan of God. Those hands are going to be fruitful. Those hands are going to prosper. Those hands extended to God is going to cause a response of heaven. God's going to fill those hands with what he is going to work and once worked in your life. You know, there is a gift of the Spirit that some people are just only looking in one area, and I'm telling you, it operates, I think, more than we recognize, called the working of miracles. There's a, the reason it's called working of miracles is because somebody has put their hands on something. Somebody has got their hands involved, and they're working a miracle. And I'm telling you, there is something in your hands that God is desiring in this season that is going to break out and bring life. I release you in that in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Andrew. In the name of Jesus, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. My God, I'm drunk. I ain't telling you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We release Andrew into the, into the flow of the Holy Ghost, into the, into the moment, into the move of God that's now. In Jesus' name, upon his life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Man, I was hoping we got to pray for some babies. Praise the Lord. Ah. Oh, you're so cute. We anoint baby with oil in the name of Jesus. Then I, well, I, I wasn't going to get it on her eye. It just makes sure that eye is seeing good. Amen. Amen. Lord, we anoint mama too in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We anoint her with oil. Thank you, Lord, for the touch of God in her life in Jesus' name. Praise God. There's Debbie. Praise God. Still got your pigs? All right. Praise God. I got a pig now. I was so glad to get some advice from Debbie. Amen. My pig eats a lot. <laughs> My pig is way bigger than he's supposed to be. <laughs> Father, I thank you so very much for Debbie. Lord, we anoint her with oil in the name of the Lord. Lord, we pray for this to be one of the most fruitful seasons of her entire life and calling and even ministry. Lord, we ask you in Jesus' name. Lord, that you just begin. <laughs> and you begin to separate her. Separation. Hallelujah. In 
Kana manana masongiri anja. Bere bebrende pepe pele majanja. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to tell you something. The Lord is telling me that this, the season of anointing that's on your life is going to cause desires, things that you have really, Lord, I need you to do. I need you to do some things. It's, it's, it's now. These things are going to increase because the Lord is drawing near to fulfill those things. He actually put them in you. He actually put those desires in you to, to want the, some change. There's, a, there's some change that you're, that you're desiring inside. And now is the season you're going to see that come to pass. And it's going to release you. My God, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting revelation just here talking about this. I'm seeing this as part and parcel to what the move of God is about too. Listen, we have been we have been really in the body of Christ chasing our tail, trying to get get our stuff together, wanting to conquer our world and get it in order and all of those things and it's been so distracting us from the purpose that the anointing of God this season is going to bring those things to bear and we're going to be we're going to be released into our season where we're not chasing our tail anymore. We're not doing all that stuff anymore. We're not distracted with all the things that we want God to do. We're just going to be about our Father's business in a wholeness that we've not walked in before. Hallelujah. It's the time for you. Amen. And I pray over you and release you in that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, Ted. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the man of God. In the name of Jesus, and pray, Lord, that all that is in his, in his being stirs up that well of God the river of God on the inside of him begins to overwhelm rise in the name of Jesus Lord we set ourselves apart for the season that we're in hallelujah 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 in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. Now, Ted, I'm going to tell you something. I love you, my brother. I see the Lord placing a demand on you. I'm going to tell you something else. There's been some things in your life where you've said, I can't. And listen, you, you're not that kind of fig tree. It doesn't matter that Jesus has come over to eat from you and you feel like I can't. What matters is, is that I respond. I respond to the master because he is placing a demand on me. And I'm telling you, fruit's going to pop out of your life again that you didn't think was in you. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me. I'm, I'm telling you this. I want you to believe this. You need to quit saying I'm so old. Because I'm going to tell you something. 
That might be true when you look at numbers, and it might be true and how your body feels, but a lot of that is, an, is, is a lie. A lot of that, a lot of that is rust. And you know what you deal with rust is you get rust off. Because rust has a crust and you got to break the crust. You know, some were healed and then they went and some were healed as they went. And I would say to you, brother, yield, obey, hallelujah. <laughs> and if there's anything I can tell you to tell God tonight is, Father, I'm not going to talk old talk no more. I break that off of you right now. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. That's right. Really, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm getting up near 60 years old, and it's real easy to talk old talk. And, and we, we, can't, we can't do that. You know, she had a great grandma that used to get in the floor like an Indian, and she was in well in her, real old. I mean, sitting there in her 90s, she could sit down in the floor and play with the kids and get right up. And it's like, of course, they ate a few things we wouldn't eat today, but, you know. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Are you going to do that? Amen. All right. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> you are you are not a figless victory. Jesus wants fruit, you can pop it out, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this man of God. Can I have some more oil? I love you, brother. Hallelujah. Father, we, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. We pray blessing on this brother. Release him and his household into the season that's upon him. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You did good on Facebook the other day, brother. I want you to know that. You did really good. I'm proud of you. You did great. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the man of God. Lord, we anoint him with oil. In the name of the Lord, release him into the season. That's upon him in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lord, thank you for this man of God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Lord, we just say yes. We say yes. Lord, everything that you purpose and plan and been bringing to bear on this moment, Lord, release him into it. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for him. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Michael, I'm going to tell you something. Your generation in this church, the Lord is in the midst of working a, uh, a, a strong leadership. A strong leadership that is arising. Listen, your, your pastors are strong people. But I'm going to tell you, God is raising up another tier of strong men and women who are going to know what this is about and it's not going to be about to them what it was in a previous season. They're going to recognize that God is building something here and he's calling us to rise up and stand up right next to that man of God, under that man of God, and lead. Hallelujah. And you're already leading, but I'm going to tell you, brother, there's a work of God in your generation in this church, especially amongst the men, where you're going to be standing strong as men of the house leading spiritually leading in the word leading in prayer leading in example leading even in the anointing hallelujah and it's going to have an impact upon all that god does in this house hallelujah amen praise god in jesus name hallelujah thank you father thank you father branded praise god father we anoint this man of god in jesus name with the holy ghost the anointing of God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Amen. You're part of that same same deal. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You want me to anoint your hat? All right. I love you, brother. Father, I thank you for Gabe. I thank you for this man of God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, there's so many ingredients that have been cooking for a long time that are beginning to, to cause this recipe. Lord, it smells great. You've been doing great in this young man's life. I bless him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Father, we want the season that you're bringing us into with all of our hearts. And we thank you for what you're doing in this young man and through his life. In the name of Jesus, we bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for this, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. In fact, stand to your feet and lift your hands. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen, God's doing something extraordinary. Amen. How many of you sense that what, what's happening here isn't common? This is not common. God's doing something uncommon. For, for those, now listen, you say, is, are we special? Well, we're only special in that we are born in this time and in this season that God created us for this moment. And this is for whosoever will. You know, the Bible says, Whoso, in several places, the Bible says, whosoever will, whosoever will. You are a whosoever. And if you will, he will. Amen. If you will, he will. Glory to God. That's all there is to it. And you know what? God put y'all here, every one of us. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all y'all going through that line, Eric and Michael and Anna and Tyler and Ayla and 
Heather. And, I mean, every one of y'all, as I'm watching you go through, I'm like, Lord, you have selected. And you know what he's doing now? Now that you've been selected, you're being summoned. <laughs> now that you have been selected, you're being summoned. You're being drawn. He will. He will. This is it, Brandon. God really brought you here. You know, I, I, I look at y'all sometimes and I'm like, Lord, you really brought these. Nikki and Lewis, Lord, really, he really did it. And the, close, the closer we get to him, it's like, God really put this together. He really did. What a privilege, Gil. What a privilege. It's got to be what soldiers feel when they've been in battle together. That, 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 that brother and, you know, that, that thing of, of feeling like we are a band of brothers. We are a tribe. And you know what? You're, uh, you watch those old fellas talk about World War II. Of course, there aren't many of them around now. Man, when they, when they hang around those fellas that they fought with, that they went through battle with, I mean, man, man men's men didn't cry, didn't cry for nothing when they get around their brothers. They fill with emotion and with all these feelings. You know, that's what God's doing around here. That's what he's always done. Because we're listen, this isn't a this isn't a country club. This is an army. This is an army. This ain't no country club. Never been, never will be. This God's raising up an army up in here. Amen. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. Now every now and again we'll fashion show a bit when we dress up, but that's all right, isn't it, Twyla? It's all right for us to dress, Michael. It's all right. But Michael and Michael and Twyla be leading the way, you know. Eric, boy, I tell you. <laughs> but listen, I love you guys. Let's sow a seed. Will you sow an offering into Pastor Ben tonight? I know I don't have to, you know, we never pull for offerings around here because we're cheerful givers. We sow joyfully. We sow cheerfully. And I want you to sow a seed tonight. And as you sow tonight, this, this offering will go to Pastor Ben. And uh, uh, we're, we're so grateful for the uh, not only the friendship and the camaraderie that we have, but that the Lord really brought us together years ago. And here we are still uh, in the battle of fighting the good fight of faith. <laughs> you know, just because you're in a fight doesn't mean you have to feel it. Um, the Lord spoke to me one time and said, you're in the greatest battle of your life. I was shocked because I didn't feel like I was in a battle. In fact, I felt like I was on the mountaintop. And I was like, Lord, these are the best days of my life. He said, son, you don't even know what's going on. He said, people are, people are speaking against you, and they're trying to, they're trying to um, invalidate and bring into question all that I've done through your life and through your ministry. He said, they're talking right at this moment against you. He said, you are in the battle, the greatest battle of your life. I was like, well, do I need to pick up a weapon? Because I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a weapon on me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had it on me, but I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't. The Lord's like, the Lord's like, just watch your mouth. He said, quit saying stuff that's, that's, that's you and start saying what I tell you to say. He said, I want you to eliminate everything that you say and replace it with what I say. You know, because sometimes we, we interject ourselves. 
I mean, I do it all the time. It's, it's just come. But in that season, God said, no more of you. Be quiet. And he saw us through that battle and brought us to the other side. Amen. We saw a great victory. But I never, I, never, I never sweat during that battle. There have been some battles I sweat through, but I didn't sweat through. Amen. So anyhow, um, we thank God. We thank God that uh, he causes us to, <laughs> he causes us to shed it and in masa, to walk with him. And, and because he's stable, we're stable. He's steady, we're steady. All right, have y'all sown your offering? Let's pray over your offerings. If you're giving cash, of course, you know, y'all know what to do. Everyone here knows what to do. Uh, I don't have to tell you. So let's pray over this offering. Father, we thank you for the privilege that we have to sow into our brother, into our friend. Lord, he's, he's, he is family. And it's just like he said. This is just an extension of family that we have over there in Queen City, Atlanta area. And Father, we're grateful that we have the privilege to be able to send him out of here with, with something that will help him to continue to do, Lord, what you've called him to do. Lord, whether this helps him personally uh, to not have to worry about some sort of uh, natural thing that he might be looking at, Lord, even if we buy him an attractive part, whatever it is, God, we know that it's going to be a blessing to, to him. And because of that, it's going to be a blessing to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Uh, as we sow, we're expecting a harvest and a return on every seed that we sow. We're not putting it in the ground and not looking for a harvest. But we thank you, Lord, that supernatural increase is coming to us as a result of these seeds sown in Jesus' name. And everybody that believed it said amen. Amen. Of course, if you're writing a check, make your check to the church. If you've given digitally, I'll make sure Pastor Ben gets, every, listen, every, everybody we have, they get every dime of what you sow. Rest, you know, you can rest in that. Amen. I'm going to be back here tomorrow. I will, I will tell you this tomorrow. Who knows what will happen in here? I'm planning on coming to pray. I'm planning on coming to praise and just be in the presence of the Lord. No agenda. We're just coming. I'm not going to tell you exactly what. I almost said, oh, y'all just stay at home. But you know what? I don't think we'd have gotten the same kind of rest if we stayed at home as we, because we'd have found something to do. You know, something that would have gotten us in, the, you know, in our natural. So we're going to come together. We're going to get in his presence and we're going to know the rest of the Lord. Amen. One more time. So tomorrow we'll be here at 7 o'clock, Miracle Monday. I love you guys. You're awesome. God bless you. Go in his presence. Before you leave, love someone because you do. I'll see many of you back here tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the name of Jesus. Amen.